Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Decoding Reality, a decoding TV podcast where we cover the latest and greatest in reality television. I'm Justin Jordan. And I'm Deja Woolery. On today's episode of Decoding Reality, we will be discussing episode five of The Golden Bachelor. You can find more episodes of this very podcast at decodingreality.tv. And please email us with your thoughts and questions at decodingtv at gmail.com and find us on TikTok at tiktok.com slash at decodingreality. On today's episode, we'll start by going with our initial thoughts of the episode, and then we'll do an entire recap of this episode, and then we will wrap up with our predictions for the final three uh, women in The Golden Bachelor. So, Deja, let's get into it, because this might be the most shocking episode of this series ever for me. <laughs> what did you and they think? did it on purpose. <laughs> They really? knew what they were doing. Oh my god! I've never. I been didn't. More devastated. I, I didn't expect this show to be able to shock me that much, but they just ripped our hearts out this episode for no good reason. It's, I'm almost speechless. Yeah, like it's just. You know what? They did it. They made a compelling television show because. I, I one of the things that I will say about this series as opposed to other Bachelor Universe series is that it's interesting how Gary and this entire setup of this Golden Bachelor compares to the other series because in this one I I truly believe every word that everyone is saying like, in a way that I don't believe it with other shows. You know, especially with Bachelor in Paradise. it's It seems so much more real and not, I wouldn't say genuine, but like, I don't know. People are being truthful in a way that I didn't expect. You know what I mean, Deja? I feel that. I feel like 
less social media awareness and engagement just makes them a little bit more honest. Even just less engagement with reality TV, probably at this stage of their lives. Yeah, some of them are Bachelor fans, but if you've been a Bachelor fan and you're like in your 60s, I'm not thinking that you are scheming right now. I think that you really <laughs> love this show and you've probably been watching it for a long time. But yeah. to come in, six women left, half of them haven't had a one-on-one date, mm-hmm. and we're moving as fast as we are this season. It was it was a lot. It, it, was, it was a lot because, in a way, like, spoiler, not spoiler, but we'll talk about this in the recap. There's there is a point in this show where everyone kind of made their case to Gary, you know? And I thought about how in regular bachelor world, how much that would be frowned upon of like people like putting it all on the table when there's only six like women left, you know, (laughs) like saying exactly how they feel and meaning it. And Gary, like, truly hearing it and saying something about it but we'll get into that when we talk about the episode in fact let's talk about the episode right now because this episode starts off with a flash forward again and i'm noticing a theme they keep doing this like flash forward to some emotional part in the episode and i i like it do you like these flash forwards deja because i'm like oh no what's gonna happen it reminds me a lot of the fence jump you know (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's cute. It feels a little like um, season one of the L word, like uh, just opening up with a little something. Cause sometimes, even though these episodes are fast, the beginnings can be really just empty. It's just kind of like, okay, we just have to get you guys to the date and then we're going to speed through all those dates really, really fast. Mm. So starting with a little teaser has felt kind of nice. I, and I still do like the one hour episodes regardless. You know, I've never seen the L word. Is it good? The L word is a lot of things. Yeah, actually, I think that's the end of my review. <laughs> that's it right there. It's not good? I didn't say that. I said it's a lot of things. It's, oh. You know what? We'll I mean, it's like 2000s it. body politics and yeah. what gets put on TV in the 2000s. That actually just answers the whole question, really. You know what? I'm not going to watch it. I know it's not for me. I'm not the demographic, but I am curious. Anyways, this episode does start off with the women having a great time. And I think they're actually becoming friends. You know, they're having a little pool party. People are also nervous about what's to come. Because keep in mind, only three women get to go on to next week and for the hometowns, which is a break from normal Bachelor because usually hometowns are with four women. And I'm wondering if this is a Gary decision or a producer's decision because, like, half the cast gets cut in this episode alone. So I, I'm very curious about your opinion on whether, like, the four hometowns or the three hometowns is better, Deja. What do you think? I think four hometowns is better generally. I think trying to have any meaningful reflection as a viewer on those hometowns when you're fitting four into those shorter episodes, not going to happen. I kind of feel like it was done mainly just as a decision for viewers than as anything to do with Gary or what he wants. It just feels like it's formatting. (laughs) 
I, I'm very curious about how they're going to fit all of it in one hour. Because they could barely fit it in two hours. Four. So, I, three, I get it. But at the same time, <laughs> we'll talk about this later in the episode. If there's one lead that I am confident is going to crush hometowns, like, no worries. I have zero concerns. It's Gary. Like, you know, like this man, you know he's good with kids. You know he's good with, like, being a member of his family. Because his family loves him. He's not one of those old grandparents where, like, his grandkids don't call him anymore. You know? Like, I am very confident that Gary is going to do just fine next week. Right, Deja? I think it'll almost be... Um, an issue of him fitting in so well with every group that he's just like, wow, I have these three amazing women that that are ready to share their families with me. And here I am, finding connections in all of them. And he's probably going to cry, but it'll be some good TV, honestly. Here's the thing. That was, number one, pause. That was not a good Gary impression. <laughs> you gotta do Gary better than that. You Listen, know? <laughs> I'll work on it. I only got a couple more weeks, but I'll put in the effort. There is, there, I don't know if you've seen this viral TikTok of someone doing a Gary impression. And I figured it out. You're, you're not going to believe me. Gary sounds like Barney. You, do you remember Barney? Or, or am, am I... All am too I well. All too well. Oh yeah. my god. It's like he um it I don't know. It's like a ooh or <laughs> you know, um it's like oh jeez. Wow. Um I'm just really in love with all of these women, you know? <laughs> yep. It's so funny cuz slight tangent as a when I was growing up throughout my youth um the pastor at the church that my family went to used to be a barney for parties for kids parties and he could do the voice perfectly and the funniest thing is every time gary spoke i kept thinking he just kind of reminds me of pastor mike that's what it is (laughs) he's been barney the whole time no really oh my gosh pastor mike if you're listening to this Please give us your Barney slash Gary impression. Actually, listeners, if you if you are listening to this, let us know if Gary also sounds like Barney. But enough of that. We're getting on to the episode where a date card is revealed and turns out that Faith is the one who's getting the one-on-one date this episode. And I I would like to clear um the air on a couple of things. You know, um, if you didn't, if you don't follow us on TikTok, I will say you definitely should because it's a good time, you know. And I, um, I wanted to post. I asked David if I could post my like uh, rose theory. Not, it's not a theory because it's the numbers. Because if you didn't know, no bachelor ever. It's different for bachelorettes, but no bachelor has ever ch- chose their first like and first impression rose recipient ever to win the game and so i i made a tiktok about that and (laughs) people were like um actually what about matt james he was with rachel reckia and i was like or not rachel reckia uh rachel kirkconnell sorry and i was like um excuse me because i was there i was there in the trenches 
Matt James chose Abigail as his first impression rose. So don't come correct. And they're like, oh, what about Peter Weber? Because he picked Hannah Ann. And I was like, oh, maybe you got me. But you didn't. Because guess what? Peter Weber did give Hannah Sluss a first impression rose. And then he then picked her as the final rose recipient. But then in the very same episode, he broke up with her to get with his second choice. We were there. We were there. <laughs> so come correct. It didn't I count. forgot Peter Weber was the super messy one. <laughs> yes. Yep. Yes. He was super uh, messy. Um, all right, so don't you dare. Um, don't you dare come correct. I know what I'm talking about. So take that. Anyway, somebody clip that. I'll post it on TikTok. <laughs> um, anyways, that being said, Faith is the first impression Rose recipient. And that scares me because it will Gary follow the pattern or will he break the pattern? Deja, do you think that Faith might win this thing? I feel like Faith and Gary have had such a good shot from the beginning. I could genuinely see it. And maybe just by virtue of being older, they are a bit better at discerning what they would actually want than 20-somethings on the show giving a first impression, Rose. Who knows? Maybe the maybe the golden spinoff will, uh, will break that mold completely. Like after this episode, it's hard. It's very difficult for me to think that you know that Faith may lose. I will say that because when it he cut my number one for him. You know what, Gary? You keep breaking my patterns. You're a bracket baker. I get it, but like I really thought this is spoilers for the rest of the episode. But I thought Ellen could have won. Like, I really thought she was number one. And then he, then he sent her home. Like, man, over Teresa. That's what, that's also surprising to me too, because all right, Deja, what did you, what do you think? <laughs> I, I was shocked. I just, how did we get here guys? How did we get here? Sandra, it was okay. You, you had to go. We already discussed this. <laughs> knew it was gonna happen. But like Ellen, yeah. Girl, what happened? Yeah. What conversations were you having? I'm just not. I'm. I just. I just don't. Well, maybe, maybe my theory of last week of even though Gary is a nice guy and he's probably the best bachelor we've ever had. At the end of the day, the leads want someone who will make their lives easier, and I think with his final three that we, we'll talk about later. I think all three of those rep- represent an aspect of that. They don't, they're not, they don't, this is going to sound weird, but they don't cost him as much emotionally as the other women sometimes, you know, but we'll get to that when we get to that. But speaking of getting to that, we're going to take a quick break for our sponsor and we'll be back with more decoding reality right after this. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care. 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. And we are back with more Decoding Reality, discussing The Golden Bachelor and where we left off, Faith got another date, not another date, but she got a date from Gary, a solo date. All the other women are not happy about it because Faith gets the works here. You know, they pick her up in a helicopter. They're having a great time. They fly out to a boat. And it's very interesting because while they're on the helicopter, you know, like she's kind of scared. And I, I don't know if you've ever been in a helicopter before, Gary, or not <laughs> Gary, but Deja, it's helicopters are way more nimble than you think you know <laughs> yeah it's it's have you been in the helicopter deja no and i don't know why hearing they're nimble makes them sound more scary okay okay <laughs> hear me out like, i think of their operations like claw machines up down left right that's it it, it is it, no okay it okay i i used to work in a news station and i used to be in a helicopter at least once a week right and the thing that they don't tell you about helicopters is that number one, they're not as high as a plane, but you're still up there. And they, and this particular pilot that we used, used to hover in between like, like airplane and not airplane height. I don't know if that makes any sense. And what happens is it like really hurts your ears. If you're not used to it, because you're like at, ear popping level and then you're not ear popping level and then you're not you know you hover in that area and it hurts your ears and number two like you know how like airplanes you know it's like a gradual descent up with helicopters you're you could be sitting there and it's like (laughs) you know and it's not that fast but it's always so like surprising to go like and then like you could turn on a dime so quickly that it my body at least was like not expecting it. You know what I mean, Deja? It's I don't know. I I don't recommend it for. I like, feel like the Bachelor franchise has really dedicated itself to either vehicular trauma or like adrenaline. Like you'll either go on this and your headlights won't be working in this car and the highway's crazy <laughs> and you're forever bonded by that experience now. Yeah. Or the adrenaline will be crazy, and you are forever bonded by that experience. Now, one way or another, y'all leaving here with some, some <laughs> chemicals firing in your brain. You know, I, you're not wrong because it is interesting. To vi- maybe it's because we're like paying attention to it because Gary's older, and you're like, please don't hurt Gary. Please don't get into a crash. You know, and you know, hey, I'm I'm black, so every time I think about a helicopter, I'm gonna think about Kobe. 
<laughs> and like, oh, ah, man, uh, should we get on the helicopter when it's storming? I don't know. Forever traumatized. Forever traumatized. But anyway, rest in peace, Kobe. But Faith and Gary have a real discussion about how Faith feels about Gary and how she thinks this is the real deal to her. I think it's notable that she talks about how, like, she's had this, like, wonderful life. She uh, had all these children. And she's also looking for something that's not like the men that she's dated in her life. You know, she thinks that she had, or not she thinks, but she's had a lot of dysfunction in her life. And Gary provides this level of stability that she hasn't seen before. And I think this let me, I guess, know Gary more about what the what the kind of woman he wants. Because I think Gary enjoys being a caretaker in a way that men usually don't. Did you did you pick this up, Deja? I think throughout the entire series, we hear one woman after another saying, he makes me feel special, he makes me feel seen, he makes me feel heard. And in general, in speaking to a man, feeling seen and heard, hard to come by. It could be <laughs> the teller at the grocery store. It could be your father, mother, brother, son. Mm-hmm. I guess... The man's not likely to be your mother, but hey, you never know. Mm -hmm. Um, I listed a bit too many things. But either way, it's hard to find in the first place. And Gary, partially I think because he has quite a few daughters, is very prepared to just listen and see and look and experience these women and make sure that they are feeling all of those things as well. That alone is more than most of these women are going to be able to find from their age mates based on everything that they've said. Maybe it's the girl... You're right. Maybe it's the girl dad within Gary. And not that he, like, gets off on it or something, but I think he enjoys that and he wants to, like, seek it out, which is very different than the other bachelor men. But speaking of what's different, we cut back to the house and all the women are, like, like, talking about what's going on, what... Um, the date is and faith comes back with a rose that gary gave her and some of the women are more upset than the others particularly leslie is just is really feeling it you know and uh, ellen has a couple of comments about how she wants to like make sure gary knows how he feels about her and stuff like that which then goes into the amusement park date which we've seen before on this franchise but what's notable about this particular amusement park date is not the rides or the prizes or whatever. It's that all of the women at some point in this amusement park date make sure to sit down with Gary and plead their case. And this is notable for many reasons because in regular Bachelor, this would be a this would get you sent home. <laughs> You know, the most of the time sitting down with the with the bachelor with the lead and like being like, hey, I really like you and this like that. And then the lead says, that's very nice. Or the lead says, you know what? I'm not feeling it. And you get sent home right there instead of the rose ceremony. I thought it was very interesting that these women felt compelled to plead their case. Did you notice this too, Deja? Yeah, it felt... I feel like I was a bit 
torn because on one hand, if these six people, you're going to get rid of half of them. Mm-hmm. And these six people are your options for who you're going to marry in a couple weeks. Realistically, I, I'd want some some words of affirmation out here, guys. I want to know how you feel. I want to know what my options are. <laughs> but in the sense of this, the game of the Bachelor franchise, it was stressing me out. It was really stressing me out. I was like, oh my god, there's you too many of you. You can't all say this. It, I, I mean, how would you feel if six women just like confessed the depths of their feelings to you all at once. It was the fact that they were all laying it out on the table at once that I mean, felt like that's just well, I guess another day on the five women for me back in the day. But you know, I'm sorry. you know, you know, we can't all be like you. You know, we can't all be Justin. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I was kidding. That was a joke. That was a joke. Uh, no. You had to. You had to. <laughs> it's it's. Uh, I like if anybody can handle it. I, it's Gary, but we've seen we've seen leads fail at this several times. I remember Matt James had this kind of scenario where a woman came up to him and kind of pleaded her case, and I was like, "I quit my job to be here. I was going to get promotion. I was doing that this, and all he could say was, "Thank you for sharing that." And I was like, what, bro? And that's when that girl should have known. Girl, go home and get your job back. Girl, because he was not either open. He did not. I mean, maybe he felt, you could see, like, the the horror in his eyes. He's like, oh, no. I'm not even going to Get back in the mansion you. and edit your resume. <laughs> Finish your resume, girl. Oh, I felt so bad. I mean, it's it's very nice to s- Men, take notes. Men take notes watching the show. The way that Gary makes these women feel heard when they're like, even when you, I think it's obvious that he's not going to pick some of them. I don't think he was ever going to pick Susan, even though they have a good time. I don't think he was realistically going to pick Sandra, unfortunately, because, you know, again, Sandra's like very funny and a good time and good for television. But other than that, I think the only one that was notable here was Leslie. Because he opens up the conversation and he says, like, hey, do you have bruises from our date last week? And I was like, hey, oh, Gary, calm down. But no, it's because the ATV bumpy ride that they had. And I think it's interesting that he opened up the conversation with a point of connection between the two of them, as opposed to, like, her having to, like, plead her case at first. You know what I mean, Deja? I think that's, I think it says... Where Gary's head is at, particularly. Yeah. He felt slightly passive in some of the other conversations. I feel like, strangely, he felt a bit passive in his conversation with Teresa, even. Mm. It was a lot of, like, thank you for sharing that. That's so nice. Like, I love seeing you. I I know she wanted to hear a little something more than that. Um, (laughs) But with Leslie, he just kind of seemed uh, almost excited to go into it a little bit and of course as happens every single season there has to be somebody who was cheated on and is like oh my god i didn't know that being cheated on would affect how i go through this process where i watch somebody date others shocker (laughs) but uh here uh, we go again (laughs) yeah you're right okay is is the bachelor polyamory because i remember ariel last season 
was on like was on the not the reunion, but after the final rose where she didn't get picked, and she's like, this. This is has some degree of polyamory, so I expected, or I knew going into this that what's his name, Zach Shellcross was probably going to sleep and like fall in love or have something with someone else, right? And it wasn't that wasn't the problem. The problem was the fact that he prioritized his then it was going to be his final pick, Katie, over any information with Ariel, you know. And I'm wondering. It. I'm wondering if I don't know. It's that more. The more and more I watch the show, I think that's the that's the issue in like eighty percent of the issues on the show is like watching your I guess boyfriend or girlfriend date other people. You know, but is the bachelor your boyfriend? What do you think, Deja? I think even in. The date we got this week, they always do like the helicopter date or mm-hmm. some kind of flying date to give them an excuse to fly directly over all the people who wish they were on that date. <laughs> and it always feels like crap to someone. Um, I feel like if it is polyamory, um, it's done badly. Because, you know, ideally when somebody's getting into a polyamorous relationship, they fully thought about what that means to them, how they'll handle the situation, what the boundaries are. And when people get onto The Bachelor and The Bachelorette, their thought is, I'm going to fall in love with one person. (laughs) Yeah. Just because that is the end goal does not mean that your entire process isn't essentially locking all your tinder matches into a house together for a couple months but that's what it is <laughs> so mean, i think it's yeah. almost more like modern yeah. dating than like polyamory a lack of boundaries and clear communication but dating many people at once and they're vaguely aware of each other queer dating in a small town that's what it is <laughs> you know what you i think you hit on something it's like the concept of like dating i mean like having a roster as the kids would say you know like you are you you are not settled down with one person in particular. You are going on dates with multiple people. That is what the bachelor is. But I wouldn't call that I wouldn't call dating other people at the same time immediately polyamorous. I'm I might be wrong on this. So actually, listener, if you're listening You're hundred percent right. <laughs> you know, it's like like I think that, I don't know, I think the issue is them being in the same, being on the same date, I guess, or, like, knowing about it, you know, or, like, I don't know. If anyone is in the polyamory, please email us with your thoughts. Is The Bachelor any degree of polyamorous? But more importantly, we do, everyone please their case, especially Elid, who really is, like, I think it was almost begging at that point, you know, because she was like in tears. She's like, please, Gary, I want you to meet my family. Like the pressure of this date is getting to a lot of people. And especially because the pressure is getting to Gary, because at the end of the date, when it's time to give a rose, he does not give the rose to anyone. And he says that he needs more time to think about whose family that he's going to meet. And this is super, super notable because this hardly ever happens in the Bachelor franchise. In fact, 
one I, the one the last time I can remember something like this happening is Claire Crawley because Claire Crawley after a date gave the rose to herself and that and according to the streets you know <laughs> according to the streets that is when the producers were like I'm sorry Claire this isn't going to work out she was I wouldn't say she was fired, but immediately like the show ended and moved on to Tasha, if you remember that. You know? Because I and I'm surprised that they let Gary get away with this. Because this hardly ever happens. You know what I mean, Deja? Did you did this catch you off guard too? I think it was a bit of a surprise. I think in Gary's defense, you have Ellen once again bringing up her unfortunately uh deceased friend but who at the time was alive and bringing up this excitement for her to meet gary um pressure pressure's mounting all of these women confessing how they feel about you that they've never felt this way they haven't felt this way in 50 odd years pressure a lot of pressure and they cut his options down i think it's almost only fair at this point they've seen a lot of tears from gary probably so many more than we have (laughs) (laughs) let the man hold his rose for another night okay i'll allow it i mean it's not my job to allow but good for you gary because since these episodes are so short it immediately goes to the rose ceremony so it doesn't feel like we were waiting that long and so far faith has a rose and there's only two roses left to give out gary takes his second rose gives it to leslie and then gives his third and final rose to Teresa. Wait a minute. What? No. Like, Ellen just pleaded her case. You you gave her a picture. She was like, oh, you had a wonderful date. But no, the final three are Teresa, Leslie, and Faith. And I've never been more shook. <laughs> I really thought Ellen was going to make it. Were you, were you shook too in this moment, Deja? As much as I felt like Teresa could make it, the second they said three, I was like, Teresa, she she won't be there. Nah, won't happen. I didn't know she was going to be the third one to make the cut, honestly. I I didn't think it was going to go her way. I do think her and Gary have something that is quite cute, and they... They they look like they have been together, you know? Mm, They match as a couple. That's really cute. Mm -hmm. Um... But I still, I just didn't see it as strongly as I saw Ellen, even then. Maybe it's the editing, because we have we had so much time with Ellen. Maybe it's the Ellen, or not the Ellen, but the editing. It has to be. She but could be our golden bachelorette. I, if we're picking golden bachelorettes, my heart. I I I did a tweet. I don't know if this counts for anything, but I made it tweet last week when edith got eliminated but like gary you messed up it is one of the most you tweets i've had in a long time people a lot of people agree with me people were like justice for what did i say justice for edith Twenty five thousand views since 870 likes you know like i don't know i my if my money's on it i think there is a campaign for edith if there's a golden bachelorette do you think ellen could be the golden bachelorette deja realistically 
Isn't, they've got to have more than one option. Not everybody's going to want to pack up their bags and go back to this random villa and stop their life again. <laughs> I think the Golden Bachelor franchise, should they create it and continue with it, will probably have the most people saying no to being the contestant than any other mm. version of The Bachelor. The really? most people being like, I put my life on hold for eight weeks. And all I got was making out with some man I don't talk to anymore. I can do that at Costco. Uh, oh no, you! Could I'm not. not going to come back here. It's it's there. Like I said in previous weeks, there is a cloud of this is it <laughs> kind of holding over this whole show. Like, um, I was talking. I, uh, I was talking to Joy from the um, David and Joy, you know, their podcast, and she said the stakes are even higher. Because this is your last love. This not that this person is gonna like be the end all be all, but this is the person that is gonna be at your funeral. This is the person who's gonna like, I don't know, escort you to the another land if you believe in that, you know. Which which I'm starting to see, especially when coming into hometowns. And we said it last week, but this hometowns is way different. Because instead of meeting the parents, you are meeting their children and most of the time their children and their families that they've created, you know, and it's different because like, I don't know if it, it holds weight if your kid doesn't like your, uh, your, who you're dating, but like not as much as it would if you are like meeting the parents. Are you worried about that at all, Deja, with Gary? No, because I think this is going to be, again, I think it's that thing where it's more stakes because it's less time, but it's also less stakes because it's less time. Um, And I feel like it's going to be more of a vibe check. Will Mm. you have a good vibe at like family gatherings? Do we fundamentally think you'll take care of, you know, this person that we care about, whether it's our mother, our sister, our aunt or whatever. And I don't think Gary's going to have a problem portraying that image the image of a caring man it doesn't seem like that's even remotely an issue for him just a vibe Not check at all. just a vibe check but speaking of vibe checks it is the final three which means only one person can win this thing who do you think gary is going to take into fantasy suites and maybe even win because in my opinion i think Teresa's a goner next week <laughs> What do you think, Deja? I don't know. I'm pulling for Teresa. Really? I think okay. it'll be Faith and Teresa. I think we'll be surprised. Really? You know, I don't want to doubt the numbers. I don't want to doubt the numbers, but Faith has surprised me. Like, yeah. really surprised me. So, I'm not going to doubt the numbers. I'm going to say Leslie takes it home. Because Mm. I think Teresa is the clear third place person. Final two will be Leslie and Faith. I I don't want to doubt my gut, though. Because Gary and Faith have a real connection. As far as next week. Faith and Leslie into the fantasy suites. And I'm going to say, if Gary beats the odds, I swear to God... I'm gonna. Uh, if Gary picks Faith, 
and beats the statistical odds, I will eat my hat. <laughs> I, will, I will eat my hat on that episode. Like <sighs> You might want to start picking some seasonings for that. <laughs> All right, we shall see. Is that does that match your predictions, Deja? Do you think Faith is gonna win? I think Faith is gonna win. I don't know. I just feel like they're going to have to surprise me a little bit. And so I'm either gonna be surprised because Faith won despite getting the first impression rose, or I'm going to be shocked because Teresa won despite seeming like third place. Leslie feels so obvious that I'm, and you know, this is why I tend to guess wrong. (laughs) I'm like, nah, whatever I think can't be, but I'm going to go with Faith winning because I, I I believe in Teresa making it to Fantasy Suites and that's exactly (laughs) as much as I can do for her. All right. We shall see. We shall see next week. But more importantly, as per tradition, we always name the episodes because The Bachelor doesn't name the episodes themselves. And we've had a trend of naming them after songs. Mm. Deja, did you have any good songs? Because I have one or two. What'd you pick? Another One Bites the Dust. They decimated us today. Yeah, how about Ooh. you, Justin? I mean, my my one was pretty obvious. I have two. One was mm-hmm. Faith by George Michael. <laughs> oh, but mm-hmm. that's too obvious. Um, but for my second one, I was going to say Love Roller Coaster by the Ohio mm-hmm. Players, a real band. Like, Roller Coaster. <laughs> meow, meow. I'm sorry. Go ahead. And um, you got your Cavs <laughs> sweater on. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> I am very Ohio'd out today. I mean. <laughs> Perfect. I, I like yours better. So another one bites the dust. <laughs> Great go. job. So Deja, thank you so much for um, hosting with me. But uh, that's going to bring us for uh, that's going to bring us to the end of this week's episode of Decoding Reality. Deja, where can people send their amusement park tickets? <laughs> People can send their amusement park tickets to at Deja Talks TV on all platforms, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, and whatever they're calling it at the moment. Justin, where can people send their helicopter ride vouchers to? <laughs> you can send those wherever toys are sold on Twitter, TikTok, and on Instagram at Freddy's Roommate. And we will see you guys next week for another episode of Decoding Reality. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.